Hello, and welcome to a more perfect podcast. This is the episode where I'm going to give my initial reactions to the Biden-Trump first debate. It's a huge night, a huge debate. Trump was, in my opinion, he was really intense. The debate was really intense, and it just cut off really suddenly. Um, this fight is not over. But tonight, we're going to have people calling into the show and giving their opinions on the debate and maybe whether they'll vote for Donald Trump or not. And then at the very end, I will give my opinion or maybe throughout the podcast, I'll give my opinion. Um, we'll just we'll just have to see. So first off, Alex, I'll introduce him once he calls in. What's up, dude? I got a headache, but I'm ready to talk about that shit show. Okay, so <laughs> Alex, welcome to the show. Um, you were watching the Biden-Trump debate. This is debate one. And uh, what is your opinion on it? What did you think? How did Trump do? How did Biden do? And uh, who do you think won? I think Trump could have done better by not interrupting. But at the same time, uh, Joe Biden was being caught in a bunch of lies with those interruptions, I feel. So I, of course, we would like to say, oh, I wouldn't do that myself. But eh, maybe I would. I don't know. We all like to act like we're the most proper people. But... You know, Trump has his flaws. We all knew that. I yeah. mean, that's why we voted for him. So, but I would definitely say he won the debate and Joe Biden got caught sleeping, let's just say. I mean, <laughs> he likes to slander Trump just like, I mean, he's basically, his whole debate tonight was media talking points, just headlines based on false stories, mostly about Trump, such as the losers and suckers story. I think uh, Slate. Was it Slate that ran that story? Um, yeah, Very it could have been. Unsubstantiated. Yeah, it could have been Slate. Um, it could have been, uh, I, I believe it was actually Business Insider, but I'm not completely certain. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, like literally everybody except for Fox News, um, you got Daily Wire and maybe a few others, maybe maybe, maybe Breitbart are like right wing. And then like, literally it's a blue field out there. But how do you think um, Biden responded? In my opinion, Biden was really calm. I was I was really uncomfortable, honestly. I have my Make America Great Again hat on. Yes, I have one. And then I took it off, and then I took it on um, again, and then I took it off again. It was just, it, it was hard to watch. Um, that that was the main thing that I got, and that my family said, you know, they watched it with me. It was hard to watch. Like, I know, I, I know Trump's a bull in the China shop, and honestly, I think that's necessary for Washington. I think that's what we elected him to do. Um, but at the same time, it was uh, it was rude, and uh, it was it was kind of uh, not to be too much of a Democrat, but he was being a bully. Um, I'm just gonna say it as a Trump supporter, he was being a bully. And whether you think that's necessary or not, I think it's necessary. But again, I also think it's unappealing. What do you think? Well, I would say a lot of the time when he did interrupt and be rude was after he's made or you know. Of course, the debates go, people get their two minutes, you be silent and then wait to address it. Yes, of course, Trump is a loose cannon. Yeah. But again, we already know that. And I'm not going to like totally excuse that, but to be fair, a lot of the time it was after being accused of doing whatever, being whatever, just flat out lies it'd be great if he could wait and address it later. But yeah, I mean, I didn't find it too hard to watch until like 
they all go at it and they're all speaking over each other. Yes, it's annoying and it's like, yeah, that could be spent better. But I mean, I'm not too upset. I don't think most people are. It's like he's up there telling the truth and that's what people want to hear no matter what. It's not a matter of breaking the rules on an international scale like, oh, this is for the better good, blah, blah, blah. It's a debate. You can be in my in my rule book. You can be bombastic in a debate and yeah. get away with a little bit more than like if it was something more serious other than a debate. If it was like an actual deciding on policy, like in Congress or something. If you were doing that in Congress, just being an ass, like for the sake of getting, I don't know, debate points. I mean, the whole point of a debate is to get debate points. So. For me, I'm not that upset, but yeah, sure. I mean, it's a little uncomfortable to watch. I I don't know. It's not too upsetting to me, and he was making good points while interrupting, so you have at least that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. That's um. That's don't want to, ex- and and I don't want to excuse it. You know, completely. He should follow the rules of the debate and whatnot. But again, speaking of decorum and whatnot, Joe Biden actually was the only one calling anybody names, if I recall, because I watched basically the whole thing, and I never heard Trump call names or anything like that. He was just sticking to the points. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, I didn't even I didn't even notice that. Um, okay, Alex, um, we're, we're going to have some more people call in, but I want to give you one last, uh, one last jab of like, just any other comments that you want to make. Um, you can make them now. All right. Uh, Biden is really bad at being uh the good guy politician Mm -hmm. he likes to go up there and give all of his moral uh, all of his moral attacks on trump trump is this trump is that he's so bad yet when it comes to the issues biden actually he's the one of the worst in washington when it comes to standing up for people's liberties especially minority communities because he is in fact part of the architecture of some of the legislation that people claim is systematically racist. He is one of the main proponents of it, and he opposed getting rid of rid of segregation in the past. I mean, I don't know if everybody just conveniently forgot that. He's not the best. He doesn't have the best track record, let's just say morally speaking. That's about it. I mean, are Trump you, can get him on all that, and that's what he did during the debate. So I'm are, you, are you talking about um, busing when you say he opposed getting rid of segregation? Stuff like that, yes, and just in general, his his record is not telling of somebody who has a moral authority to speak on the matters in such a, you know, place of high stature. Yeah, yep, he's uh he's all talk and uh, well, as his record, as his forty seven year record shows, yes. no bite. All yes, and, and Trump no bite. has done way more than him in terms of progressive policies like prison reform. He tried to, you know, in the Senate, they tried to, or in Congress, they tried to get that police reform bill through and Democrats don't want it. So let's just be honest and say, Democrats are not your savior. Uh, They never are. They never will be. So Trump is the closest thing you have to that. So keep calling him racist, but it's just wrong. And he's the closest thing you have to a savior at that point. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling into the show, and uh, I hope you have a uh, a great rest of your night. Uh, it's very insightful to hear that uh, that uh, view on the on the debate. Uh, thank you. 
Honest thoughts with a root beer. Yes, that's me. Yes, yes. yes. All right. I'll, I'll, uh, All right. I'll, later, bro. Yeah, later, dude. All right. So that was awesome. Um, Alex gave his opinion. Obviously, he thinks that Trump won. I am not so sure at this point. I think my opinion has become a little bit more fleshed out, but we'll just have to see. My next guest is Gavin. He appeared on episode 4 and episode 11 of this podcast, and he is back again to share his opinion on the Trump-Biden debate. This is debate one, again. He is here, and he's going to call in in just a second. Hello? Hey, Gavin. How you doing? I'm doing good, bud. How about yourself? Dude, I'm doing freaking awesome. Did you see that yeah. crazy debate last night? It was just, It was just insane, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I saw most of it. Yeah, I saw some highlights and stuff like that. But yeah, man, what a pretty crazy debate! I'll tell you what. Yeah. So who who do you think who do you think won? Was it was it Donald Trump or was it uh, Joe Biden? Obviously Donald Trump, man. Like, uh, it hands down Donald Trump. I'm not trying to. I'm, I know. I mean, I support Trump, but like, when it came to the debate, obviously Trump won. He was the bigger man. Yeah, um, that's what the that's what the polls are showing. Um, there was this Telemundo, Telemundo poll um, that primarily surveys Spanish-speaking Americans, which is Trump's like that's one of his like least. That's one of the demographics that least likes Trump, and they even said that Donald Trump won. So there is certainly something to say that um, that Donald Trump did do well last night. Um, what did yeah. you think of What did you think of uh, Donald Trump's appeal? Did you think he was appealing to the independents? Did Did you think he was um, appealing to the nation? Do you think he won anybody over? Uh, probably yes and no, because I'm pretty sure. I mean, let's be honest. The debate The debate was kind of like you know back and forth. Like they were taking like taunting each other, like left hooks, right hooks. And, like they were bashing each other. You know, I feel like. Trump probably gained more or voters or more followers and I also think he might have lost some as well. I mean, the way they both uh, behaved, I mean it was so-so but yeah. I feel like Trump yeah. like definitely appealed a little bit more to the nation than Joe did. I feel like Trump definitely got, if I had to say uh, I think Trump definitely got a little bit more voters that night than Joe did because I think he did a better job with just getting his message out, even though it was like it wasn't the greatest way, I feel like he did a better job just getting his message out. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's what that's what I've been um, that's what I've been thinking too. I, I think he was like more clear and more forceful than Biden was. Um, yeah, like, like how did Biden spent like at least like thirty something percent of his talking time um, just telling people you know get out and vote like vote for what man like what are we voting for what is your agenda what is your stance you know yeah it seems like biden was asleep for most of the debate i'm, I'm pretty sure you also saw uh some something on the news stuff like where he was like wearing a wire there was like one near his shirt and like his uh arm collar or anything like that have you seen that i've actually not heard anything about that what is that uh so apparently so, while someone was recording the debate and they spotted a wire near uh his shirt and like there was also a wire like a wire end coming out of his hand so we so i'm not sure if this is true or not i'm not 100 percent sure but from what i've saw from what i've seen on like news reports and uh some instagram posts and stuff like that uh he was wearing a wire and they were probably there was people on the other side trying to like tell him what to say or like get him to say stuff that they want him to do you know but i'm not sure if this is 100 true it could be just part of his suit or whatever but i don't know but 
the wire's wire, man. Like, you know, like, he's obviously has no idea what to say. He doesn't know what to say. Like, just saying, just get out there and vote is just probably just a huge excuse. Yeah. Because he has nothing. He's basically brain dead out there. And he, ha- he has to rely on other people to just tell him what to do because he has, he's just standing there looking like a zombie or something, just saying the same stuff over and over again, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it wouldn't be the first time that Joe Biden's being controlled. I mean, you know, he, <laughs> he may or may not have been controlled at the debate, but he's certainly being controlled, um, in in my opinion, by the uh, not necessarily the more radical wing of his party, although you can pretty much accurately tell him or accurately <laughs> say that, um, but certainly the more energetic um the more energetic wing of his party because i feel like the the high energy members you know like like you got aoc uh ilhan omar the the really um as as we would say the the far left um they're they have a lot more passion um and they're gonna just bowl over biden's you know old style of diplomacy and you know bring the country together like bring the country together like dude you're a puppet our hands are not going to be tied together by puppet strings okay it's 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 ridiculous yeah, honestly, we need a strong, independent leader who doesn't rely on his other colleagues to speak for him or tell him what to do, you know, because it's just better that way, you know, just not relying on other people and just relying on yourself, what's on your mind, what you have to say, you know? Yeah. And just, I just I just think it's very weak for a president, for a guy who wants to be president, who's who just doesn't have any of those capabilities, you know? Definitely. Like, I mean, considering he's he was probably like the last resort for um, running against Trump, you know. So he's definitely the weakest Democratic candidate for this election, that's for sure. But they're just throwing him out there just so they can have something to use for, because all the other Democrats either dropped out of the race or just gave up, you know. So they're just trying to use him as much as they can. They're, they're trying to milk him, you know, because yeah. they know. Because they have a feeling that they know they're going to lose, and they know that they're not going to win this election, but they just want to use them just so they can have something to show for, you know? Certainly, man. Certainly. Okay. Um, if, if there's if there's anything else you want to say, um, now's your time to say it. But if not, um, I I'm, do have other people that are trying to call in. So uh, do, do you have anything else to say for as far as the Trump-Biden thing? Um, and uh, by the way, who are you voting for? I am definitely voting for Donald Trump on November 3rd when election time is coming around. That's for sure. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Okay. Um, besides that, uh, Chris Wallace, terrible moderator. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely need a, in my opinion, we definitely need a moderator that isn't biased and isn't right or left leaning. We just need someone who's independent and like who's just interested in what the candidates have to say instead of just either just attacking attacking one candidate and like literally i i I saw this thing and it was like chris wallace interrupted trump like so many times and and trump even said in debate that he was sparring with both of them he's sparring with both chris wallace and he was you know okay i i I don't know if you call it sparring like i think it was more like bowling over like an absolute firestorm um towards towards biden i mean biden he looked weak. Um, he, he looked yes. weak, but like Chris Wallace, that was that, that was really uncalled for. It was it was garbage. Very cowardice. Very just trashy move. Honestly, I'm pretty sure his family is. I'm pretty sure his like father or something is rolling over in his grave of huh. how cringy he was. You know, uh, but yeah, Chris Wallace definitely not the best moderator for this uh, 
for this for this debate, you know. Um, besides that, like, let's be honest here. It's not. It wasn't the best debate. They there were some cheap shots, you know, and there were some funny moments. Don't get me wrong, but like how other people see it, like it's from what I've heard, just just basically two children fighting, and I I can kind of agree on that, you know. But you know, like I said, it, it, I wouldn't say it was the worst debate, but it was something to look forward to because like. I, I'm not going to lie, I've been, like, hyping up this debate ever since, like, I've heard about it. And I was like, yo, I want to do something funny is going to happen. There's going to be, like, some savage roasts. There's just going to be some dumb moments as well. Trump's going to get interrupted. Like, everything that I predicted came true. And it just, I was like, oh, I'm right. But, yes. yeah. All Besides right. that, oh, oh, one more thing. Uh, yeah, uh, Trump 2020, uh, I support Black Lives Matter, but the Black Lives Matter uh, movement is a terrorist organization and yes that's all i have to say all right dude well thank you for giving your opinion um i, I really enjoyed having you on the show and uh I, I hope you talk to you again soon all right yes sir definitely keep america great again trump 2020 bud all right see ya yes sir bye all right so that was really awesome gavin gave his opinion on the debates and uh, i kind of fleshed out mine you know we even got into a little black lives matter that's um it's a big topic certainly for the current political landscape. My next guest is Eli. He's going to be coming on, and he'll be giving his opinion on the debate. Um, all of these guests are college people, and uh, they're all college-aged. So, yeah, we're, as the description says, um, we are all just college students running this podcast, and uh, this is meant to be kind of a representation of where people like us stand. So my next guest is going to be Eli. I'm going to ring him up in just one second. Hello. Hey, Eli. Welcome to the show. Hey, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So my question for you today is, who do you think won the debate last night, Donald Trump or Joe Biden? Um, personally, for me, you know, it was a little bit hard to keep up with on the winning side, but I do believe that Trump hit a lot harder on his points because Biden kept bouncing around a few questions, which led to him not being very strong with the points that he made. Yeah. Yeah. That, that certainly makes sense. Um, I think, I think Donald Trump was like a lot more clearer on his, uh, on his points than Biden was. I mean, like, honestly, I can't really name like one position um, other than shutting down the whole country that, that uh, Joe Biden held last night, but I can probably name about five that Trump did, even down to the intricate stuff like, you know, cleaning up the forest, you know? Oh, 100%, you know? It's just the issue with that, you know, he just never... I don't think I've ever heard an actual plan from him for that whole night. Yeah. Um, it's, It's really interesting how, you know, they all criticize Trump for, you know the COVID thing and yet they can't name one thing different that they um that they do versus trump that they would do to stop COVID. and so like like what is their plan no one really knows and i think they'd rather yeah, keep it's it the way. whole um it's you know the whole backseat driver scenario they don't have anything else for it they're just using it as another tool to make a hit on them yeah definitely so um what like what would be you know if 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 you were gonna vote just right now like what is like the most um important thing to you in in the election it it it, it doesn't have to be something that they talked about last night um it's just like what what are you really um what are you really looking at well overall man um 
I'm not necessarily a right leaning or a left leaning. I'm more of a libertarian, which puts me kind of in the center. Yeah. And um, I'm gonna probably go to the to the the path that's gonna lead to the most just peace in general. Um, which probably the way I've looked at this, I've done the some research, I've been looking some stuff up. It's gonna be the Trump path, sadly to say. Um, just with the whole points that he makes um, before COVID hit. Um, economy was at an all-time high, um, especially big hits. You know, black unemployment, um, black employment was, unemployment was at an all-time low, and really, it was going good just until you know COVID hit. Certainly, yeah, yeah. COVID, COVID just destroyed everything, and it, it just it came out of left field. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody saw it, it coming. It's it was bound to happen, you know. Um, nobody expects outbreaks to come, but they most likely, you know, big incidents like that will lead to a regression of the economy. But hypothetically speaking, if that never hit and we kept going as we were, we would still be going straight up. Yeah, yeah, certainly. I mean, like maybe, uh, geez, like I, I can't even imagine where the stocks would be w- like without COVID. We'd probably be breaking record after record after record like we already were before COVID, except this time it'd be just out of the ballpark, you know? You know, of course, yeah, that's always going to happen, you know, with the stocks like that. We would be going up extremely high. Eventually, we would fall a little bit because regression is bound to happen. COVID just kind of sped that up. Yeah, yeah, certainly. I mean, everybody was talking about, oh, you know, there's going to be a recession, and then COVID kind of created a, uh, I guess you could say, artificial uh, recession in the economy. So It's temporary. Yeah, yeah, and like people would say, you know, oh, we're already recovering, and you know, I do believe that we are recovering. I mean, the we're we're, we're getting jobs back. Um, the stock market is coming back. It's it. It's, it really it's a slow a push. It's definitely a slow push. Yeah. You know, for me, I just I like to look at the whole peace outlook. I I never necessarily liked the extreme parties because for me, you know, um. You're never going to prove anything to somebody by yelling at it. You're never going to change their mind at that. Nobody can actually have, like, a conversation anymore, and that needs to happen eventually. You know, it's bound to happen because humans get so stuck in the ways of just straight tribalism. It's hardwired into our DNA that they want to take sides, you know? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I exclaimed that um, on my uh, in my notes and stuff and in my studies. It's like, like tribalism, you know, it's 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 a natural thing to, to want to you know support your support your tribe. Um, uh, actually, uh, there's this book uh, called Suicide of the West. It's uh, by Jonah Goldberg, and, and he talks about tribalism a lot. So if if we can just you know start to cross party lines without villainization, um, and and maybe like like as I said in um, in a few episodes back, like not necessarily unity, but but understanding is is what we're going for here because that can foster an environment of of uh tolerance even though that's even even that has become kind of a bad word nowadays you know tolerance doesn't mean what it used to but yeah it it gets thrown around to the point where it's relatively lost its value there isn't tolerance and there is tolerance at the same time because everybody claims that they are tolerant when reality not a lot of people are nowadays you know understanding is going to be the first step to that but people need to actually you know, recently in 2020, I've noticed that 
nobody's actually been able to form their own opinion from their own research. It's the whole, you know, group thing. It's the whole crowd effect, that peer pressure. Yeah, everybody, everybody just wants to, you know, repost, 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 and you know, like, oh, CNN said this, or oh, our experts, our experts said this, and you know, you're not, you or quote unquote, you're not listening to the experts if you don't listen to our experts and what our experts say. Let me just, you know, tell you, experts have opinions too, and they disagree. And like, just because you're not listening to your experts does not mean that you're not listening, you know, to the experts. So. There's just the variance of opinion that, that everybody is, you know, missing out on um, either from forming their own opinion about something or um, just listening to uh, both sides of the aisle and then taking a policy um, upon those or uh, upon that advice um, from experts that may not agree with the, um, the observer's side. Of course, you know, I completely agree with that. There's going to be countering sides which is why you actually cannot form your own opinion, a real opinion, unless you look at both sides in a completely neutral state. But nobody does that anymore. And I feel like the media plays a giant problem in that because it's all just fueled by views. You know, They want to sell the fear. They want people to click on their things. It's just clickbaiting titles that, in all actuality, create the most division ever that has happened in this country. Yeah, yeah. the The media is so it's it's so corrupt, um, and 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 you know th- that's why I'm glad um, that that I can have like a, like a uh, in uh, independent leaning guy, you know, like like a libertarian. Uh, you said a libertarian, uh, like independent guy, like like you on the show. You know, they're just looking at it from like both sides. You know, it seems like it seems like you certainly know your stuff. And uh, I just wanted to you know since you since you did say that that Trump won. Uh, the the debate um on the on the last call uh, i i told you guys about the telemundo poll uh, a new poll just came out from c-span and it has uh, trump at 68 68% of people thought he won 20% for biden 10% were just nobody won and then 2% were unsure so that's that's the latest in the public polling that i saw um e- eli that 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 does uh, agree with what you said um just to just to kind of wrap it up here um is there is there anything else that that you'd like to say um, about the debate or about the election in general? Um, you've you, you've said some amazing stuff so far, so thank you for that. Uh, it's no problem, man. Um, uh, of course, there's so much more things you can say about the debate. We can touch upon the moderator. We can touch upon just no actual real answers being given. Um, but overall. It's going to be like this for about two more debates. You know, it's going to be slog and it's going to be hard, you know, but we're just going to have to sit and watch. It's going to be a rough ride. Certainly. Certainly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't like Chris Wallace at all. I mean, like, I don't really know what t- Trump's tax returns has to do with, uh, you know, families getting uh, health insurance or families recovering from the pandemic or, you know, businesses recovering from the uh, riots. Um, but you know, hey, that's certainly helping out the American people. Not like the questions. Yeah. The, the questions were just crap. And and you know, I think I, it it certainly sounds like both you and I can agree on that point, huh? Yeah, I personally, I don't know. I'm not the type to make claims, but I'm not sure if he was doing it purposely or not. But I feel like, you know, he tilted more to the Biden side. Um, he kind of ran across some baited questions, and he had an amazing opportunity to follow up on the whole Hunter Biden situation. 
and he would just wouldn't follow through with it. And every time Trump would make a good point, he said, we'll get to that later. And we would he would just never get to it. Wow. Yeah, no, I didn't even notice that. I I haven't heard that from anyone else. So so thank you. Um, that's that's certainly some new some new insight for me, for sure. <laughs> it's it's I had to rewatch it a few times to catch, you know, like everything we missed because a lot of people um, they missed when Trump 100 percent. He asked them to condemn white supremacists. He said, sure. Yeah, I'll do that. And they try to say he didn't condemn them. Yeah, you know? I know. I know. I've, I've, I've been seeing that. I've been seeing that all day. They've been saying, you know, oh, he refused to, con- to condemn Proud Boys. No, if you look at the transcript, he said, sure. What do you want me to call them? And then and then he rightfully points right after that, um, continuing that that same point. Um, he he rightfully points to to the leftist, um, the, the radical leftists, which have been burning down our cities for for months now. Um, it, it has not been the right wing thing. As you said, this is a left wing problem. And I totally do agree with him there. Um, of course, you can see some, you know, radical right reaction. Uh, that's a given, you know, to, yes. uh, to, to, to every action. There's, there's going to be a radical on every single side. You know, all of us have our bad eggs and there's not a lot of hiding that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, certainly. Um, but everybody's taking the taking the transcript out of context, especially the uh, especially the Proud Boys and the the white supremacy comment. Um, and the whole reason, like he answered it in that way, is because this he's already condemned racism. He thinks it's evil, white supremacy. He's condemned it so many times to the point where there was absolutely no reason necessary for Chris Wallace to even bring up that question. Yeah. He's answered it already before. It was just another baited question. Um, and, of course, Chris Wallace didn't follow up with um, him, him asking uh, Joe Biden if he supported BLM. Joe Biden never gave that answer. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. He didn't at all. And, and, and Joe Biden also never said law and order. So it was certainly a, uh, it was certainly a bad night for Joe Biden. <laughs> like, like it, yeah. was, it was trash. Um, I mean, for, for, for everyone, I mean, I think I think honestly, the real loser here is the American people, because like, of course, did we did we really get the debate we wanted? And, and did we learn the candidates positions besides Trump? No, we did not. There's nothing to compare. There. It was a crap show. It was a crap show for me. Um, you know, this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion, but I think right now just as the society is and at who these supporters are for each side they're already so far into the point where they know what these guys want a debate they're just there to watch that i don't i seriously do not believe it's going to change a lot of people's minds yeah yeah um there like there's a poll that i saw uh i don't know where it's from and i won't be able to link it um in the sources i'll I'll, I'll try to find it, but as you guys know, you know my sources are always in the in the description. You just click the paste spin link, and then you copy the link um, to get to that. But there was like seventy percent of people said that they were already decided. Thirty um, percent said, "Oh, you know, the debate might swing my opinion, but you know, I probably won't vote at all." And then ten percent was like, "Yeah, screw it, I'm not voting at all. Like, I hate both of these people." Yeah. So, as you can see from that, uh, a, a majority did say that. Listen. I know my candidates. I know my choice. This debate can't have any effect on me um, at all. It's really how the society has formed nowadays. It's so just, like we said before, tribalism, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, certainly. All right. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for being on the show. Uh, I really enjoyed your I really enjoyed your insight, man. Thank you for having me, man. All right. I'll catch you later. Catch you later. All right. See ya. All right. So that was absolutely amazing. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed Alex, uh, Gavin, and Eli's points of view on the debates. Um, unfortunately, there's no other call-ins um, this episode. There's probably going to be maybe more in the coming episodes. We'll just have to see. But this is my first, you know, call-in episode. So, as promised at the end, um, I'm going to be uh, kind of expounding my own opinion here. So, in my opinion, the debates were, again, an absolute failure for the American people. If you're looking for a strong candidate, you chose Trump. If you're looking for a more, quote-unquote, like a soft diplomacy, you know, old way candidate, you chose Biden. Um, Biden certainly, I don't believe, is strong enough to even hold the country together. If he can't, you know, it, if, if, if you can't hold yourself together in a debate, right, if you're tripping over your words and, you know, you're not able to retort to Trump, how the hell are you going to bring a country together that's as divided as this one? You just can't, in my opinion, you know, you just can't do it matter of fact of energy it's going to take it a massive massive amount of energy to bring this country together energy that trump has an energy that biden just lacks in another point i'd like to make is you saw really biden's energy the way he talked it was slow it was tiring at times it was it really i i hate to say it but it, it really was sleepy joe the energy is not going to translate well. I mean, just imagine this guy going up against Xi Jinping. Imagine this guy going up against Putin. And, you know, you may say, well, at least he won't sell us out like Putin that, or, or sell us out like Trump. That's not true. That's not true at all. Trump never did any of those things. Trump has been harder on Russia, sanctions upon sanctions upon sanctions on Russia. You've seen what he's done with China. We've, we've gotten a whole trade war with China. Do you really think Biden has that amount of energy? Just... He may have policy disagreements with Trump. He may disagree with Trump on all these things. But does he really, at the end of the day, does he have the energy to execute those plans? That's the question you should be asking yourself. Does Biden have the energy? No, he does not. If you want to get stuff done, you vote Trump. If you want to sleep for four years, you vote Biden. And personally, I want to get stuff done. And so I am going to vote for Donald Trump for president, just like everybody else on this show, which again, are college-aged people. We are all um, in college, uh, with the exception of Gavin. He's a, he's a firefighter now, but we are all in that age group. So we're all voting for Donald Trump. So whenever you hear, oh, nobody supports Donald Trump in college, yeah, that's not true. I mean, we are actual living evidence of that. Um, so just to conclude, the American people were the losers. Trump was the winner on power. Biden was, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm not, I'm not giving Biden full credit here. Biden did win on appeal. He won on the fact that he was willing to, you know, shut up, um, except for the times that he didn't. You know, he but Biden did interrupt Trump a lot. Not as much as Chris Wallace did. And Donald Trump interrupted Biden. But Biden won on presentability, really. Um, Biden was calmer. Biden was quieter. Uh, Biden was the less chaotic candidate. He was the less chaotic choice, in in my opinion. And uh, j just from what I saw, you know, tr Trump, honestly, he, he made the debate hard to watch. And uh, tr Trump really just, he, he went full Trump, full bull in the China shop. Um, and, and as I said before, um, I, I believe that that bull in the China shop, you know, bully mentality is 
just it's it's necessary for Washington. You know, the energy to get the stuff done is not what Biden has. The energy to get stuff done is what Trump has. Biden, there, there's there's no energy there. And at at a root, you can support what you want to support. But if you want to see it get done, Biden's not your guy. If you want to see stuff done, Trump is your guy. Make America great again. Have a more perfect day.